Good evening and welcome back to Three Wise Men. I'm back in the club again, armed with a variety of ridiculous questions to put to our triptych of mansplainers. Here, as ever, is Dave Bond. Good evening, folks. Evening. And he's joined by a cosmopolitan crew, really. From Ireland, we have Spud Murphy. Hello. And from Italy, we have Dr. Andrew Corvero. Evening, everyone. Evening. So, gentlemen, credentials on the table before we start answering questions. What have you done recently that is manly? Starting with Dave. Well, I've got two things. The first one was a bit of a shock. I turned up to the club tonight to see my old friend sit on these Chesterfield chairs, get ready for a bit of bangers and match in a while. And I found out that, firstly, fucking Chris has been banned for having a northerner in him at all times. And Andy's been banned for banging on about fucking swimming. So I guess I guess the um, I'm trying to get their membership back because like that's a show like kind of damaged otherwise. Um, so the, the the second most manly thing I've done this week is maintain membership of my of our men only club, and I'm the only one of the three from episode one to manage that. The second thing, and this is a coda to episode one's story, I've been to the tip without incident. <laughs> How's that? That is, that is fantastic, Dave. I have to ask, what did you get rid of that was, that was relatively genteel and didn't uh, cause you well, an injury? Um, well, it was all used... Well, I've, I've moved over to the border, into Cornwall. Now, I don't know if it's because it's a new build or because it's Cornwall, but, like, I put my rubbish outside ready to be, like, taken, and I came home and it was still there. So I wrote to the court. I wrote to the council, just standard form, saying you haven't picked up my stuff, and their response was nothing. So I, I think basically the attitude here is fuck off, get rid of your own <laughs> stuff. Basically. Yeah. So I, I went to the tip with household rubbish. So it wasn't as it wasn't as hardcore. There wasn't the same sort of manly dust involved no. that we had the first time. No, no, Plus, no. fate wasn't trying to keep me away from Paddington 2 in the same way. <laughs> but I went to the tip amongst a load of other men, you know, looked the part, wandered around going, grrr, yes. and things like that. Which you have to do in a tip to assert your dominance, I think. No. Without incident. How's well that? Well done. Did you risk the glass bottle section as well, or was it just standard household? Fuck <laughs> that, I'm not suicidal. <laughs> You know, it's, I think it's like a sort of a step program, Dave, to tip excellence, you know. Something was, I think there's something related to top tip there, but still. Anyway, well done, Dave. You deserve a hearty round of applause and a drink on me. Grr. For now, we'll just give you a hearty round of applause. Um, <laughs> Andrew, what about yours, sir? Mm, I think that the most manly thing I've done recently might have been chopping down a tree. Ooh. With That's an axe not... or with your bare hands? <laughs> <laughs> with my personality. Doctor Andrew Corvera. Fuck that I give up. He's now a tree doctor. He's now a tree doctor Corvera. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was a small tree anyway, so yeah. But uh, I use an axe. So I don't know why you would play that sort of thing down. Mm. I think I think uh, 
just to clarify, Andy, it wasn't a bonsai tree, right? It wasn't like, it wasn't like a quitting <laughs> or something. <laughs> it's bigger than a bonsai, cool. I would say. <laughs> Never been so manly, just chopping down a bonsai. Yes, hacking away. <laughs> Most of noises. Did you just picture anything else while you were chopping wood away of an axe wildly? Did you think, you know what? I could be a dwarf in another life, smashing people over the head. But um, <laughs> that's what I would have done. I'd got really into it. <clears throat> yeah, I, I just picture getting rid of the damn tree because uh, basically the roots were damaging, you know, my courtyard. And so. Ah, so it's like, you know what? I'll tear it down. Yeah, it's between you and me three, and I'm the one who's winning. <laughs> it's man versus wood. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Man has wood. <laughs> well, speak for yourself, Spot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and speaking for yourself, <laughs> what, is, what is your macho moment, there, Spot? Well, of late, I've had to dispose of carcasses. Oh. That's manly, huh? Is that manly? I think that's manly. In, 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 a, in a work capacity, or is this just a hobby of yours which we don't have to discuss <laughs> for legal reasons? Well, I've been thinking about this today, how to shorten down the story. But basically, I've I moved uh, recently down to a small uh, town on the border of Poland and Czech. And uh, I was living in a, in, a, in a big city not far from Krakow. And so I moved down here, and within a couple of, uh, I don't know, within the first week or two, there was a dead uh, sparrow outside my, my garage door. And I thought, okay, that's a bit weird. But, you know, it's winters. It's like minus 15. So, yeah, I probably froze to death. So I just got a snow shovel and, you know, threw it into my neighbours. Well, it's not my na- there's like a, an orchard next next door to me. So I just threw it in there. Although I don't know why it's all... Do any of you know why an apple farm is called an orchard? Like, if you have a carrot farm, it's just a farm. But if you grow apples, it's an orchard. Or is there some kind of weird hierarchy or something? And what's an orange thing? Anyway, sorry, orange I'm getting off. I think yeah. an orange one. I've heard of an orange tree. Okay. Yeah, why do they have this weird, strange name? The, the English, they have names for everything. It's amazing. Um, That's well, called well, language, suppose. Language. Sorry. language. <laughs> well, you know. Um, the Irish language is much smaller than, than the English one. But anyway, um, not that I'm a fluent speaker. So anyway, that was the first board, bird. Second bird was about two, three weeks late. No, 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 it wasn't. About, about a month later. And the bird was bigger. This time it was... Um, Oh, what kind of bird was it? It was like a, a blackbird, yeah? But it was a female one, so it was brown. So I didn't know what it was. I had to take a picture and look it up. And again, it was like, okay, this is this is strange now because it wasn't winter anymore and there was this dead bird in more or less exactly the same place. And I thought, okay, like, I was looking over my shoulder, like, is there some neighbor trying to get me or something? It was weird. And so then, like, Wait, last week... Sofa. Yeah, yeah, last, last week I went out and there was a third one. And uh, it was a big one. You, you, you have blue jays in England, don't you? They're kind of like, like the size of a, of a pigeon kind of thing. So they're getting bigger. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't know what to do about it. And I don't know where they're coming from. Maybe it's a neighbor who doesn't like me. Maybe it's a very, very friendly cat. But to be honest, lads, I'm not really going to worry about it too much until there's like a big fucking emperor penguin out there or something. I think I'll be all right. <laughs> then again, if there was a dead emperor penguin, I'd probably just play Happy Feet or something with it or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to admit, Spud, have you pissed anyone off since you've moved there? Because I think this is some sort of like mafia symbol. Like it's just like the, the more you the more you annoy people, the bigger the dead bird on your doorstep <laughs> grows. Oh, I mean, I've I've met I've met and spoken to most of my neighbours, 
and they're all very very nice and very friendly because I'm the only foreigner in the, in the like within 50 kilometers so everyone I'm a big hit and uh, it's uh, yeah, everyone's really nice and really friendly but I don't, I, I don't know I, I, I'm hoping it's a friendly cat you know um, it, it, but why would the like a sparrow and a blackbird and and then a, a, a blue jay? It's very maybe next. What would be the next? Like, like if <laughs> the next one would be like a pheasant or a chicken or something. It's got to be funny. Very bigger in time. No idea, lads. I've no idea. What, what did the, the guys, Dan Andrew? What would these think? Is it a vendetta or what? <laughs> 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 you ask me because, yeah, we were probably, you know, <laughs> I have experience or something. I don't know. I don't know. I, with the, I don't know, because it's in Poland, <laughs> maybe they use birds there. They usually <laughs> use horses in Italy. Always it's like some sort of like minute, low-budget version of the birds by Alfred Hitchcock. We can only really have one at a time. <laughs> well, I don't plan on leaving here ever again, so yeah, okay. You might not be able to if the birds get any bigger. There's <laughs> going to be an ostrich out there some morning, and I'll be like, oh god, it's going to take me weeks to eat that. <laughs> I stopped listening not because I'm rude, but I was scared. <laughs> It just sounded so fucking manly. I thought I can't, I can't deal with this. I'll just, I'll just laugh in the right place at the end. But then I didn't feel like I was being fair to the show and our listeners to actually laugh <laughs> along like I was part of the story. So, I, I'm just like, so in all honesty, <laughs> <laughs> I also installed a set of stairs. Is that manly? I think that's quite manly. How did you did did you install it a stop a step at a time, or oh, yeah. did you have to perform an absolutely astonishing jump to get into the start? <laughs> it was one step at a time, and the annoying thing was you had to start at the top. Yeah. That so, doesn't so make any how, sense so at how, all. So were you yeah. just like hanging for you for dear life? Were the dead birds outside your door, Spud? Were they the transport you used to get from the top to the bottom of the house before your stairs appeared? The poor things die of exhaustion. <laughs> in all, in yeah. all honesty, if the stakes keep like being... Well, I mean, firstly, I'm quite glad Andy's been banned for swimming talk after all this, because like, I barely, barely counted as a gentleman next to that. Uh, but secondly, if 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 Andrew is is th- is that manly this week, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> Dave, you have to up your game, sir. Seriously, you have to start taking manly stuff to the tip, like a, a treadmill or, or at least one branch of wood. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, Next time I go to the tip, I'm going to take weary prostitutes. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Bring a bring a hooker. Yeah. Bring a hooker. Uh, and, 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 and we'll know why they're weary, won't we, lads? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I think I think credentials are definitely weighed out here, except for Dave. So. So it's time for us to tackle some questions that some people here have uh, have bravely asked. Starting with this one, what you know, tr- popular food du jour? What popular food of a moment is actually rubbish? What do you say? Uh, burgers. 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 I'm so sick of burgers. There's so many burger restaurants everywhere that I go now, and it's just 
I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Burgers, like you could make, you could make a burger in in three minutes and make a nicer one at home. I, I just don't understand burgers. Hang don't on get a minute. It. Hang on a minute. I'm not that. I don't disagree necessarily, but a lot of the reason for like eating out, and I don't mean in the that way, lads. The only, the only reason for like eating out. Well, no, not the only reason. Sometimes you go out for a fine dining experience. But a good percentage of eating out is absolute fucking bone idleness. So what 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 you could do at home is actually kind of irrelevant, surely. Uh, I don't know. No, no, no. Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? No, when when I when I go for something to eat, I want to eat something that I can't make. You get me? It's it's something that's a, a challenge level above. So yeah, it's kind of like like when I get a burger, I'm like, yeah, I could make that. Sure, that's easy. Why why am I paying twenty pound twenty euros for this? Like, sure, that's like, anyone could do that. Any any idiot can make a burger. Like that's like a trendy you know? burger bar as well. We're not talking like a McDonald's or a KFC. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. These it's trendy like, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, ones yeah. that serve you in a, in a basket or something. The good thing is that a lot of them have good beer. You know, that's a typical Irish uh, enter. Uh, uh, <laughs> put in your stereotype here, lads. But yeah, sorry, burgers. It's an unpopular opinion. I know that, and uh, not many people share it. But yeah, that's my gripe with burgers. <laughs> it's it's not. It's not an unpopular opinion. It, we're possibly quite hateful. <laughs> I mean, because because this is a staple. I mean, I'm quite lazy. <laughs> so I, 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 this is. I mean, you've just joined a gentleman club that actually, basically, its menu is burgers along with bam, bangers and mash. I mean, to be perfectly honest, Dave doesn't leave here, so he'll just have whatever is on offer, won't you, Dave? So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I want something I couldn't make. I mean, I, I couldn't make a flan out of jism, but I, I wouldn't want them to serve it to me. <laughs> so, in all honesty, I dis I, I I think my only answer to this is, you said which which what did you say? What trendy popular food that, that people yeah, like? I've, do you I've think not, of it? I, I've not been you know, I've not been reading what fucking food magazine, so <laughs> I don't actually know what's trendy. And I mean, I've never been out. I don't know that I've never been out. Certainly, been out. no time recently have I been out buying something food-wise or stood on the corner with a sandwich and then some hip fucking teenagers walked past me laughing at Grandad with his, like, fucking egg sandwich or something. <laughs> so, I have ramen noodles. I've never worried... Oh, God, look at that old spat <laughs> with his fucking egg sandwich, right? So, I'm not really concerned that my eating habits are unfashionable, mm. um, but I'm not quite sure what a fashionable eating habit is at the moment. Well, so I know, I'm, I know, I'm, I'm not quite sure how to critic critique a hip-modern food where they're just getting it wrong. Well, you know what? One that I don't know, like, sushi is still a big thing here. Like, it only came here about five or six years ago, and it's still pretty big, and they kind of posh people go for sushi. Sushi's just cold. I, I don't understand it. And uh, It's fine, point, but like, sushi is All right. As I'm lacking an answer, I'll leap on that one, then. Because... <laughs> um, Sushi gets mixed up with sashimi, which is raw fish, right? Mm. You say sushi to them, and they go, oh, fucking hell, raw fish. And it isn't. There might just be some raw fish in it. Mm. So if you go out and buy, like, some sushi, there might be, like, fucking three little bits there, and there might be 
only a couple, two of those three might have any fish in it whatsoever. Mm. I don't see the point of that. That all tastes of fuck all. Yeah. So basically, if if I'm going to eat sushi or what I, the public thinks sushi is, as in I'm toughing it out with raw fish, I want to gnaw on half a fucking donkey, half a fucking dolphin, mm. <laughs> to, to to really cement my manly credentials. If we're going to sit here in the, in this fine club, uh, give manly advice, lay out our manly credentials each week, I want to wrestle a fucking shark and eat it on street corners. Nice. And when anyone pulls faces at me, I'll just go, Sushi, what's your fucking problem? <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Uh, yeah. Andrew? Ooh, I don't know. What was the question again? Sorry. What's, what's like trendy or popular food is actually rubbish? Oh. Come on, you must know what, what food's popular yes, and man. sexy. <laughs> yes. what, 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 what are the kids eating these days? Oh, I think I think I think that one trendy food, which is a place trending now in Italy, spaghetti, um, spaghetti, isn't it? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's basically. Um, well, we didn't have m- many vegan stuff in the last few years, so right now it's becoming a bit, mm, bit fashionable to eat vegan burgers or vegan vegan meat in general. And there is, I think that the worst part is vegan bacon. Vegan bacon. Oh. Vegan oh. bacon, yeah. But it's becoming... <coughs> A bit trendy in the hipster movement or something like that. You know, people who want to, you know, impress you and say, "Oh, you know, I, I'm really so vegan and eating vegan bacon." I'm so, so vegan. I'm, I'm so vegan. I'm not just vegan. I'm so vegan. In <laughs> fact, I've had meat withdrawn from me. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps that makes prostitutes extremely vegan. Um, but I, 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 I am just thinking like. The thing with the bacon is, right, uh, veg- I've went vegetarian myself, right, mm. and a couple of the sort of supermarket <laughs> home brands are, right, I haven't gone vegan, but I've gone vegetarian, a couple of the supermarket home brands are all right, mm. but if you go and buy, like, the standard corn bacon, it's mm. fucking awful, it's really, really bad, and I do wonder if we're just not accepting our limitations here, mm. you know, it's just yeah. We're not, we're not just going, well, we're like, no, no, we're vegan, but we can still enjoy bacon. Well, we, we can't, clearly, <laughs> evidence. Yeah, you know, just case of, you know, wanting your, be- your bacon and eating it or something like exactly. that. Yeah. Exactly, wanting your bacon and eating it too. <laughs> I, have to, I have to say, for me, it's tapas. I hate tapas. I hate finger food. It's like, just give me a pie. Just give me something chunky on a plate and let me tear through it. No more fingers, give me your Exactly, pie. exactly. <laughs> give me a whole hand. Give me a fist. Yeah. As I may say afterwards to you, Dave. Um, <clears throat> well, well, speaking of which... Well, that escalated quickly, didn't it? <laughs> indeed it did. Speaking of which, our next question is a, is, a, is, a, is an agony ant problem for you, gentlemen. And it's called... It's called I welcome it. Get to help people. Yes, you do. And this, this poor fellow has got a problem because he uh, he uh, well, to put it no two ways he's a wanker. He 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 is he's a regular masturbator. But the problem at the moment is that he has now run out of socks in his sock drawer. What can he actually <laughs> What can he actually ejaculate into to not make a mess in his bedroom? 
He's <laughs> hallway. Uh, um, <laughs> mom. I, um, now the thing is, right? Mm. This is where things didn't cross cultures, mm. and where perhaps there isn't enough masturbation talk going on, <laughs> because, like, the first time I saw, I don't know, American Pie or something. Mm. Or an American sitcom, or anything where there was like talk of crusty fucking socks or whatever. <laughs> I, I wondered what the fucking sock was for, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> because I, I never grew up doing that sort of thing. Wondering, I never reached for a sock automatically, and of course, no one ever said to me, "Oh, you want to get a sock?" Right? Because <laughs> I never went to school and said, "What do I fucking masturbate into?" Right? So. Um, Firstly, firstly, basically, I wondered if it was something to do with, you know when your socks are, like, freshly cleaned? And you fucking roll them up together. I thought maybe maybe if you fucked that, it felt like a vagina, right? So I was thinking, like, like, the rolled-up socks, like, mimic the shape of a vagina somehow. And I haven't tried it, honestly. You know me, I'd admit it if I did. But I have looked at a pair of rolled-up socks before and gone, where exactly in this would I stick my cock, right? So, um, there's little space. So when you, when someone says I've run out of socks, right? Mm. Uh, at the time of speaking, I'm 41. I've never masturbated into a sock, and I haven't like notably fucking wallpapered or plastered my room in jism. So honestly, you can get by without socks. I wouldn't worry about it. But literally, if you're worried about not fucking coming in your room, open the fucking window or something. <laughs> the neighbours might this. think yeah. the, the neighbours might think you keep pigeons. It'd be, well, it'd be interesting for those people on the floor below, is all I would say. If you go out and yeah, say, well, they'll just think they'll just think the guy says must keep pigeons. <laughs> well, it's good luck, apparently. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I honestly, I never knew what the whole sock fucking thing for. Right then, first, then when I realised mm. that it meant like you literally just come into them. Again, I wondered if you wore it as like some sort of condom. <laughs> and again, and, and again, I was looking at like these American films where typically, typically they'd have like a hockey sock or something. And I'm thinking, my knob ain't 15 inches long. I mean, I wish it. I, I wish just for bragging rights, you know. But no, it isn't. So it depends so on the size of your socks, though, Dave, doesn't it? If you're if you're a diddy size six, and yeah, I'd have to get some of those fucking ankle socks runners use. But like, I, no, I never knew what the whole sock thing was for anyway. So like, when people go, "Oh, I've run out of socks," it's like, don't worry, I never fucking went through them. <laughs> just give me a box of Andrex and some time. Yeah, <laughs> or just put me really close to the bathroom and give me a clear path. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, but have you got any other suggestions of this poor fellow who's uh, who's now sock shy? Yeah, his, his well, wife, his wife's pillow. Yeah, I have to say, I have to say. I never got exactly the, the, the sock thing either. Like you know, oh, I'm so glad you admitted that. I thought you both guys didn't understand the fucking sock thing. What a time! <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just, just, I, just like you. Whenever I watch, you know, the American sitcoms or whatever, when they pull the things in the socks, I think, what's the point? Just use tissues. Mm. Well, the the second thing on that point is the whole lube thing. 
Mm. They always seem to have lube. Never used lube in my life for fucking like anything. So the lesson here for anyone listening in pain that we're here to help is firstly, <laughs> you don't need a sock. And secondly, British men go in dry and you'll fucking love it. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, that's a manly why way to do why, why do they use lube? Is it because most of them are like circumcised? I don't, know if they, I don't know if they mean masturbating or they mean sexually as well. I and I'm think thinking, it's... well, sexually, I'm not here to big myself up, but I largely don't need it. And masturbating, uh, I don't need it either. What do I, I mean, uh, um, uh, what happens if you don't have lube in America? Do you spontaneously combust from the fucking chafing or something? <laughs> you turn orange like Trump. That's what happened at Waco, wasn't it, all those years ago? <laughs> I have, I have to admit, I have to admit, apart from a high school time where if anyone mentioned Vaseline, everyone started giggling. Um, <laughs> like that. Yeah. Uh, I've had no encounter with it, and and yeah, but I don't know. The sock things intrigued me, and it always makes me wonder if if that's why I end up with odd socks sometimes. But yeah, there we go. Well, have you got have you got like housemates or something? Well, yes and no. <laughs> housemates are always tired, and you can never find a pair of exactly, socks. Exactly, exactly. That's that's just how it's happened. But it's a case of hmm, I don't know. I don't know. I have used socks before, but then again, I've used everything before, up to and including my, my, <laughs> my other hand as a sort of a catching mitt. But One a catching mitt. Well, yeah, so yeah. you position it like a, 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 a certain distance away, and then you just have to wash that one hand then, don't you? <laughs> oh, it, it dep- I mean, it depends. It depends how... Accurate you it, are. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it depends how accurate you are. It also depends how excited you are. And it also depends at which point. To be honest, Dave, if I'm doing it with myself, I would not be that excited. No, I know, but I've known, I I have had, no, I'm not telling that fucking story tonight. Sorry, getting carried away here at the club. That's fine, it's after hours anyway. Yeah. It does involve repainting a wall, but carry on. (laughs) Well, the next... The next question is another. Well, it's another agony ant issue, um, and it's, it's not. It's not of a sexual nature. It's more of a concerned nature. Someone as as, as male does to say that they've unfortunately had their toast is now stuck in the toaster, and they've and they've heard that if you stick a knife in, bad things will happen. No, no, do it. Go for it. You'll be fine. Uh, to be honest, if, if if your if your biggest problem in life, mm. well, firstly, if it's a problem in life, full stop. And secondly, if you need to write to us for help on this, <laughs> use a knife. Yeah, use the knife. Exactly. Go for it. You'll be fine. Go for it. Go for Just it. Just have it. Make sure the electricity's on, though. It conducts the bread out of the toaster better. Exactly. And what's that show? You know that joke about the 9 volt, but what, what do a 9 volt battery and a woman's asshole have in common? Oh. At least, at least once in your life, your tongue, your tongue is going to come into contact with them. Okay, it's nothing to do with them both being ever ready, then. (laughs) (laughs) I like your one better. (laughs) (sighs) I'm intrigued as to the idea of bad things will happen. It's like, what other bad things other than sudden electrocution could actually happen? It's just one thing, you know. I think he's thinking of it like breaking a mirror or something. (laughs) 
I just think if you stick a knife into the toast of and Beelzebub will appear behind you and drag you down into hell through said toaster or something. Well, I mean, we are in a world now of email and instant messaging and anything else, but by the time you get this message off to your intended recipients, we give our advice and you download it and listen to it. I suspect your bread's fucking stale by now anyway. <laughs> yeah, Vato, it's most definitely burned by now. <laughs> um... Question now, just of you know, inquiring of you gentlemen, what is the strangest party trick you can do, or you've seen someone else do whilst at a party? Oh, oh I have, I have one, but it's where I make a fool of someone at like a bar or at a table. Um, I ask them, I uh, tell them I'm going to show them a, a trick, right? And I get them to put their palms uh, on the table, but their thumbs must be uh, pushing against this edge of the table. You get me? So the hands are really are as flat as they can be. And then <clears throat> I get two full pints, and I balance them, one on each hand. Okay. And and then I walk the fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's usually a big hit. Yeah, like people, that one. Yeah, people people might like that one. Yeah, it's <laughs> a good one. It's a very good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just 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 walk away and uh, don't give them a straw. <laughs> Brilliant, Andrew, Dave. Well, well, if bets count, if bar bets count, yeah. basically there, there's one which is uh, which I've done once, which is interesting. Basically, you have three small glasses, very small glasses for shots and a beer and you say to someone else well, I can bet that I can finish my beer before you can finish your shots. The only rule is that you cannot touch the I cannot touch your glasses and you cannot touch my glass. Right. Seems fine. And well, after he finishes his first shot, I put my, basically, my beer over his second glass, uh, so and I drink it. <laughs> I, I, I can't touch. I can't touch my beer. So how can you drink the, the second shot? I'm figuring this doesn't end in a big round of applause and a shoulder carry. <laughs> I think it should. I think it should. I think it should. This is where. This is where. Yeah. And how many bars have you been forcefully ejected from, Andrew, for pulling said stats? <laughs> it's more the it's more the being a smart ass to people who are slightly drunk. Yeah, it's like they're having a drink. They're having, might be having a chat. They might be having a quiet drink. And some guy who comes over and insists on calling himself doctor, as we've discussed before, <laughs> says, "I got one for you." That's why fucking denied their drink, and it's like, oh, fucking cheers, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I tend to wait. I tend to stay away from the fucking pub tricksters as far as I can. What's up in one? So I do <laughs> telling a fucking long story that involved it, that ended in them putting the tea towel into the dead spit of a fucking like raw chicken. Jesus. But, but apart from that, I haven't got any great fucking stories about that sort of thing. I think I have to ask you that question, though, Dave. What? What? <laughs> It was just the way you fold the damn thing. It wasn't that? Funny. It, the story was funnier than the thing, but it was like talking and almost absent-mindedly folding this thing. And at the end, the story was about a chicken, and he was holding something that looked exactly like a chicken. Ah, 
Okay. <laughs> it, it was it was as popular as uh, denying someone their drink. <laughs> I'm a doctor, you know. Mm. Well, there you go. <laughs> back back with the um, back with the agony ant stuff now, and this is someone who's who's actually sent us a, a, a old fashioned letter complete of heading, and it's called "What's good for, What's good for the goose." Well, that's the question. Well, this person's uh, Renault elaborated on this. He says, I have a deaf friend who's telling me off for talking when my mouth is full. Okay? Mm-hmm. But he signs when his mouth is full. Is he being a twat? Should I tell him he's being a hypocrite? <laughs> <laughs> no, unless he signs with his fucking tongue. It's because we, it's we can see your half-eaten food in the back of your throat, you n- fucking messy bastard. <laughs> It's got nothing to do with the fact you're trying to say middle sex while you've got a mouthful of chicken. It's because we can see the half-eaten chicken you've tossed it. There's no sort of barrier between language and eating. Yeah. So, no. I mean, really, my first... I, I really don't like seeing what people are eating while they eat. I really no. don't like eating with your mouth open. Yeah. So my first advice was literally going to be, fuck off. <laughs> but I thought um, I thought that might lack entertainment value, so I've talked a little more. <laughs> I, I have to agree. I hate most people who chew with their mouth mouth mouths open, or worse, people slush. Yeah, so, somebody doing a load of hand signals like they're on fucking give us a clue is not the problem if they've got their <laughs> magic. <mad shot. laughs> <laughs> oh dear! <clears throat> Anything else to add to that, gentlemen? <laughs> no. No. Yeah, I think we all concur this guy's a cunt. Yeah, yeah, Andy got banned for talking about swimming and I've just yelled cunt. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, talk queen. <laughs> um <laughs> Next question, gentlemen, have you ever fallen asleep on public transport? And if so, where's the um, the furthest distance you've travelled? In terms of Ooh. where's the furthest you've travelled to whilst being whilst falling asleep on the bus? Oh, well, there's there's a story I can tell. Oh, I was uh, I was riding in I was doing my interrail in you know across Europe, ah. and I basically fell asleep in Germany, and I I I don't know how far I travelled, but the the, the the story, the, the, the interest, interesting, well, it wasn't interesting for me, it was more a little bit frightening, is that when I woke up, I woke up in a city, and I looked out of the, you know, I, I, I was completely lost, I looked out of the window, and I saw a, a big swastika. What? <laughs> you travel back uh, in time, actually. Back in time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I said, what the fuck? Have I travelled back to the 1930s? He woke up to find himself on the, on the set of Indiana Jones and the Last. <laughs> no, there was a new Nazi, a new Nazi celebration on something in the city of Bayreuth, I think it's called. Mm, and basically, it. lots of narcoleptics joined this. <laughs> the only people there yeah. are people that had fallen asleep on the train. <laughs> exactly. So basically, just me. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the, the biggest shock was just looking out of the window and seeing a swastika and going, what the hell? <laughs> and I'm still sleeping. 
I pinch myself, I think. So, so image of you waking up going, where am I? When am I? Hey, that's the right question. The right question is when you are. Wow. So I take it you've never fallen asleep since? No. Not on a train. No, no, you, I, I suppose you've fallen asleep since in general. Okay? <laughs> Otherwise I'd be quite concerned about your health. But... <laughs> No, I, um, a couple of times on the, on the bus, I think. But I'm not on the train anymore. Not in Germany, for sure. I personally think the bus is easier to fall asleep on because it's a gentle emotion, or a train, unless it's Northern Rail, tends to rock it fairly quickly and smoothly, while a bus is a gentle rocking motion. In, in, my, in my experience of public transport, which is annoyingly vast. Spud, Dave, can you top 1939? <laughs> no, I can't have that. Uh, no, I mean, I struggle to fall asleep in my own bed, so I've got no chance fucking falling asleep on public transport. The only story I ever heard like it was a friend I went to university with was like, um, he, he moved to London at relatively short notice. I think that may have been his private life, to be honest with you. But he moved to he moved to London, and he had to use like the tube system to get home to wherever it was he was living in London, and it required like either two or three it was either three trains or it was three changes i can't remember which right so we would jump on the tube from work have to change two or three times and then get home so he's really tired one day uh falls asleep it may have been the train system i forget which it was now but he basically fell asleep and when he woke up he saw his house so he'd been, he'd been changing like three times where actually all he had to do was stay on the first one. So he'd just gone in a massive room. Uh, yeah, oh. basically. But no, but no, I can't top it myself. I don't, I'm not even sure I've ever fallen asleep on public transport. I find it's very easy to do. Um, the worry is that I get really anxious anyway public transport. I, I prefer trains to buses because you know that the train station generally is somewhere in the centre of town. Or with buses... <laughs> It's bus stops are ten, uh, ten a penny, and I have no idea which bus stop is mine, as a general rule, if I'm going somewhere new. Uh, my worst fear is falling asleep, going straight past, and having absolutely no idea where I am as you head off into rural England, um, which is... Yeah, but I mean, yeah. there's a limit to how far most bus services go, and in fact, they're normally on a loop anyway. You'd say that, but You aren't going to wake up in Aberdeen or something. You say that, but then again, if you're on a National Express, you you could, I suppose, couldn't you? I mean, if you're on a National Express, you deserve anything you get. But they're so they're so slow anyway. You'd have to sleep for a couple of weeks. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you you know, if you fall asleep for a couple of hours, you probably get about thirty miles. (laughs) That is true. That is true. Um, I can't stand because they're too fucking slow. National Express is nocturnal anyway, aren't they? And uh, because they have a tendency to have like older people, they they make a lot of like stops and things like that, so people can have a cup of tea and it's like that's all used to loo. Yeah, I was about to say we could go off and and have a piss and then come back again. <laughs> just, I just want to get there. I really hate. No wonder they're cheap. They're really really fucking slow. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. All right. <laughs> uh, next question, Ben. Um, mm. Oh dear. What's what's the um what's the strangest time that you've ever daydreamed? In terms of when when should you not have daydreamed that you did? And can you mm. remember this? 
I haven't got any stories about daydreaming, per se, as in, like, I don't know, I was during exam, exam thinking about something. Well. But I remember the, the first time I shared a bed with, like, a new partner. Right. And their first memory of me, like, the next morning, as in while I'd been asleep, was uh, ordering calamari in my sleep. I'd, <laughs> 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 uh, um... They'd said to me something like, because um, I vaguely remember, I didn't remember saying it. They they, they said, uh, oh, first thing I was aware of is them going, that's squid, isn't it? And I'm like, what? And they're like, calamari is squid, isn't it? And I'm thinking, what a stupid fucking thing to wake me up for. <laughs> I honestly thought this woman who I was sleeping with for probably the first time, as I recall, had gone. Wow, that was wonderful. Let's wake him up and talk about squid. <laughs> I love the fact that after sleeping with you for one time, Dave, her immediate thought was to go to shellfish. It's the smell, really. Um, it was your immediate yeah, thought. No, <laughs> no, honestly, I, I, I went to sleep and confidently ordered calamari very loud in my sleep, apparently. <laughs> Yes, I, I said very loudly, I'll have I'll have the colour calamari, thanks. <laughs> That's mad. <laughs> that is yeah. I would, I would wonder if you'd gone through the night in the various stages of a meal again, right? I was gonna say I'd left me to sleep, see what she can learn about me. You know. <laughs> Really interesting if you tip the waitress afterwards, wouldn't it? Um, well, to be honest with you, I, I would, I would just, you know, sit and listen because you know, if they end up ordering the creme caramel, I'm out of there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do definitely talk in my sleep. I've been told many times, but, but, uh, thankfully, not in clear sentences. So I'm behind you on that one, Dave. Thankfully, maybe, maybe about a game of age. Um, I laugh a lot in my sleep. My wife says, <laughs> so she says it's, it's, it's so often that she doesn't tell me anymore. Like I laugh in my sleep a couple of times a week, and I have no idea why. I, I'm really bad at remembering my dreams. I'd love to remember my dreams because if you're thinking of something funny or, or whatever, if you remember something funny, and if you wake up in a good mood, that'd be awesome. Because most most mornings I wake up and I'm like, oh god, this shit again, you know. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. So I laugh in my dreams. It's it's very strange. I, I and I don't know anyone else who does it either. I've never heard of it being yeah, done. But I was like, yeah. there must be limits to the number of people you've slept with. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't care how successful you've been, but you can't say, well, I've slept with a town the size of Middlesex, <laughs> and uh, you know, a county the size of Middlesex, and no one else has laughed, can you? <laughs> that's fair enough. Yeah. You know, I mean, it might be in double figures, but that's still a relatively small sample. <laughs> Of a population at large, yeah. <laughs> of all the thousands of people I've slept with. <laughs> Plus, of course, there's a percentage of those you probably fell asleep beforehand. Yeah. Before yeah. then, because yeah. yeah. I, I love statistics yeah. afterwards as well, anyway. It's like, could you tick on this survey exactly what I did? Did I sleep? <laughs> did I laugh? Did I talk? Did I order strange seafood? Um <laughs> Hand it to your mum when you're finished. <laughs> <laughs> and, Andrew, have you got any dreaming-based stories for us while we're seemingly floating around in the Neversphere? What? Well, I, I remember that once. 
I was supposed to show up at class, you know, really early. I was supposed to show up at class really early because they they wanted to do something before we went down to the lab. So, I, and I was so tired of the night before because I spent all night before in the lab doing research. So, I basically fell asleep while I was stunning. I don't know how I did that. I was stunning and I fell asleep. I, 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 I yeah, that's, that's the thing. So... The next question, gents, is this. If you're caught in an avalanche, how do you know which way to dig? Mm. <laughs> I know this one. So oh. I'm caught I'm caught in an avalanche yes. with a shovel. Yes, so that's quite that's quite good really, isn't it? It's like if you ever so to be I'm caught in an avalanche. And then all yeah. of a sudden Avalanche. You basically yeah, the easiest way to to know that is you either, either speed or pee. Yeah, speed or pace, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it all, it all always go, yeah, because of the gravity. Yeah, it always go in the direction of gravity, you know. Yeah. So. Or maybe just do both at the same time, just to be certain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're screwed <laughs> if they both go different ways, though. Mmm. Ah, intermingled. Spiss. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think that's answered it. I think yeah, that has. I think yeah, that has. Yeah, yeah. So the next, a couple more questions, guys. The first one is this: What's, what is the best use of a swear word in a song that you can think of? Hmm. All I can think of is Carl's mum's a bitch from <laughs> from South Park. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't think of anything better than that. I really can't. <laughs> Andrew, spot anything to add? Uh, uh, well, uh, Rage Against the Machines. Yes. Yeah. My my overarching memory of that is being in a in a pub slash bar in York called the Stone Roses. By the way, pug to that place. It's a brilliant pub. Um, and it's it's just an entire dance floor of people all chanting it at once. Nice. And that was, it's a pretty impressive image, really. It's a pretty impressive image. I mean, that was the closest I got to actually approaching the dance floor as well, so yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it, was, it was quite powerful. Howard Lou Lewis dances. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> you know, there's, there's a market there, I think, isn't there, Dave? That's another That's another angle we can go down this one as well as well. Andrew, any other options? I think they've got it, basically, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Has one, that, that, that's probably one of the best songs in the yes. in South Park, anyway, so one of the most memorable as well. Chocolate Salty Wars so. is still the best, though. But, so. uh, yeah. <laughs> and the last question, gentlemen. Pull up chairs for this one. What was the most embarrassing thing you can remember doing in school? Uh, school. Oh God. Mm. I don't know that I'll have a good answer for this. To be honest, really. Were you nice and buttoned down during your school days, Dave? 
No, but the one that popped into my head, I'm definitely not fucking saying. Because <laughs> <laughs> I loudly announced something I'm not going to fucking announce. <laughs> uh, oh, the mind reels in all sorts of directions. Please email us in. I, I don't often go coy, but I'm not fucking revealing that one. <laughs> Please email in with what Dave's mystery school story could be. I'm sure someone will have hit the mark. <laughs> Uh, I remember getting off the school bus one time, and you know, you know what? I don't know what you call it in England, but I always thought it was called a travel horn. Um, it's like when you get a massive boner from like the vibrations in the, oh, on the, on the bus. bus. Yeah. <laughs> what do you call that in England? Uh, Unfortunate. Yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say I call it Tuesday, but you know, Tuesday. Yeah. No, but the, I. Where I was from, we just call it, it was called a travel horn. And then other people I know from different parts of Ireland are like, what the fuck is a travel horn? What are you talking about? And they told me some other one, but I don't remember. But anyway, one day I, I just, uh, the bus pulled up to school. Um, yeah, I had to get off the bus. And I had just this, because I was a teenager, like 14 or 15. So just this extra massive fucking, uh, just horrible fucking erection. And uh, manly, he's managed to embarrass himself and promote Donkey himself in this. <laughs> That's a dream. Um, it, well, well, maybe they were tight. It was so embarrassing it. because my penis is huge, <laughs> <laughs> ladies. But, but but because I'm from Ireland, we we don't allow boys and girls to mix in in schools. You know, good old. Catholic horrible Ireland so the boys got off the bus first because the boys school was first on the route so I have to walk pretty much the length of the bus with just my trousers bulging and yeah for the next for the next like two to three weeks pretty much every girl on the bus said hey spud as I got on and off the bus and not in a flirty way more in a gently mocking way I'm guessing (laughs) No, well, kind of, no, well, laughing, but, like, not really mean, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, no, 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 not that. No, 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 I didn't, I didn't score out of this or anything, but it was just, yeah, it was laughing, but, like, I'm not saying it was big, it, it was not, I'm not saying it was big, but I got off at the boys' school, and my, my top got off at the girls' school. <laughs> uh, what else did oh, I do? Wow. I, once, I once called the teacher Mammy, that was, that was a oh. bad now, how old were you at the time, uh, Spud? Well, I was like 15, 15. And it was 15? Awful. What, what was his reaction? His <laughs> reaction, <laughs> It was my Spanish teacher. He was, uh, yeah, she was she was uh, an interesting lady. And, uh, yeah, I called and put my hand up to answer a question. Mommy, I know where. I just have to ask. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that was, that was uh, yeah, I, I, had, I had an awful time at school. When, whenever I watched The Inbetweeners uh, with my wife, um, I'm cringing because I, I like the, the, you know the nerdy guy with the glass. Yeah, remember, like that's literally like his his life. He's he's literally stolen my life. And <laughs> I like the uh, fact as well that you were so worried that your massive penis would be alluring to listeners, so you dropped your wife into conversation <laughs> completely superfluously. <laughs> so I was watching with my massive penis and my wife. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's it's not that I meant my cock was huge. It's just that in my trousers it, it looked quite big because they were proper school pants. We had these horrible uniforms. Yeah, I do it's worry about happy. teenagers in the eighties where everything was really tight. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's we're the same age. So yeah. So you just you just drive a bus for slightly longer than you expected to, and you you die from asphyxiation, I suppose, wouldn't you? Uh, <laughs> completely unrelated. It just reminded me of when like the 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 full Monty was a big fucking thing. I went to um, oh, what was it? I went to, I went on holiday. I went to Tenerife, and the last night I was there, there was like some fucking like night out that was um, done by all the like fucking travel people, you know, all the sort of reps, people, the rest yeah, of it. Reps, that's it, yeah. And, and they did the full Monty <laughs> amongst loads of other things. Um, and some of the other things were really funny. I'm sure if we do this show long enough, I'll tell you one or two of the stories of the other bits. But they did the full Monty, and let's say there's meant to be five of them, because I can't remember. Mm. Like, four of them come out, and, and the full Monty must have been well-known enough at that point that we all went, hang on, there's one missing. Right? <laughs> so they start, like, they start dancing around, and this guy very gingerly walks out... <laughs> And he's clearly got a bit of an erection, so there was that, right? But that that faded quite quickly, so he was obviously frantically thinking about team sports or something to get it to go down. (laughs) But he he kept putting his hands, like, in the way uh, of, of, like, his pants, his trousers, everything. And we draw attention to it rather than deflection. Exactly. When he got down to his boxers, I think they were all wearing boxers or whatever it was, they were drenched in his piss. he'd obviously gone to the toilet they've gone and they've gone time and he's gone oh right he shoved it back in his pants and he hadn't quite finished so he came out and slowly stripped down to piss drenched boxes (laughs) (laughs) in front of a load load of really drunk holiday makers who absolutely laughed their ass (laughs) off at him oh my god We've lost that's, return that's visitors next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other, the other. I will tell one of the other stories related to an erection. On that, they had. Um... You still there? Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. All right. I thought someone's gone. There. No. Um, they had. Um, they had. They got two guys out of the audience, sat them down on chairs, and blindfolded them. And they had two of the fairly attractive female reps dancing around them and, like, touching them occasionally. Not that sexually, <laughs> but just enough to slightly turn them on. Or one like of them, a anyway. Quick shoulder brush. Well, you, it something. shouldn't be enough to turn you on, but one guy clearly did get turned on, right? So he sat there with a visible <laughs> erection. But I thought there was going to be a fight because the whole reveal and the whole joke was they kept swapping these two women Mm. with a couple of guys in drag, (laughs) but very like badly in drag, big hefty (laughs) fellas like Tina Turner wigs. (laughs) So right at the end of this show, they whip this guy's this guy with an erections fucking eye, you know, covering blindfold off, yeah. Yeah, and there's a bloke stood there dressed like Tina Turner, but about forty <laughs> in fat, right? Awesome. And this guy just looks at him, realizes he's got an erection, and for a second I thought there's going to be a fight here, <laughs> but there wasn't. He just kind of he just crawled back to his seat on like all fives. Brilliant. 
Brilliant. <laughs> right then, gentlemen, all we have rema remaining then is for each of us to come up with a one key fact that we take away from tonight's virtual evening down the club. Starting with Dave. Um, I, I think really, really, really discuss with your mother as you go off to school the cut of the trousers you want to wear <laughs> if you are using public transport in any way because you don't want to be constrained by overly tight trousers but you don't want to turn up like you've just been shopping in millets either vitally important Andrew what's your nugget for us sir mm, I think that yeah that well the the, the what I've learned is that the sock thing for you know masturbation is a typically American thing, and we in Europe just don't get it. We just grab anything we can get our hands on, exactly. along with our dick. <laughs> our hand, yes. <laughs> One remaining free hand. Exactly. Exactly. Honestly, try. It. Oh, I actually don't. Do you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know your guys' age, but I'm assuming just from that story that you went to school pre like camera phones. Oh God, yeah. Thank can you God, imagine? Man. Can you Thank imagine that? A photo, a photo of fourteen-year-old Jews uh, <laughs> with an erection God. on social media forever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, horrific. Nice. And Free socks for life. <laughs> <laughs> and Spud, what what factoid can you take away from tonight? I've learned that I'm well. I've learned that I can wank into my socks from now on, and I don't have to use the wife's pillow. <laughs> but you go. don't have to stand looking at them, wondering in which way they're meant to <laughs> resemble vaginas, because <laughs> that's not the point. And your dick doesn't have to be the length of a massive hockey sock. <laughs> Can you imagine if you if you pulled out those the football socks you used to have to wear, which went up to your to your thighs? Yeah. <laughs> And Who frankly, the hell is I, this for? I'm also concerned what it says about the violence of your technique that you're wearing a shin pad on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I suppose with, with socks, unlike tissues, tissues just get one use. I suppose with like it does, you know, soccer or football socks, you could just you could just use them a couple of times. You could just keep you? using it a few inches at a time, I suppose, couldn't you? Yeah, just, you that's why they get crusty then. Again, ah. I know me, I would confuse the term just use a few inches at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'd just be masturbating the middle third. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well, that, that, that takes precision as well, Dave, so fair play. <laughs> uh, <laughs> use a pair of tweezers. <laughs> well. Thank you, gentlemen, one and all, and I'm sure we'll be back in a fortnight's time with some more manly advice. Thank you. I, I'm night. a depression now because I've got to do something manly in the next fortnight. So I'm <laughs> Wanking a sock. Yes. <laughs> really I'm going to get confused, aren't I? I'm going to wank into a suit. <laughs> wank into a bus. Hopefully, um... hopefully mine. <laughs> right. And there we have it.